You're tuning in to the Be Fiercely You podcast, the podcast where women find their power and confidence by slaying doubt, creating a foundation of self-love, and by tapping into their inner fierce. I am your host, Heather Nicole, and I'm here to help you become the fierce queen you are meant to be. Together, we will conquer your fears, let go of others' judgment, and unlock your inner badass. So who's with me? Are you ready to take your life into your own hands and discover the possibilities that await you? Let's get to it. What is going on, all you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Be Fiercely You podcast. This is Heather Nicole, your host, and I have a very special episode for you today. I am giving you my Fiercely Confident Masterclass. Now, this masterclass was live in August of 2022, and I've been holding it very near and dear to my heart, waiting for the right moments of releases to you all. And I just felt called to finally put it out there and give it to you guys so that everybody had access to it. Um, This masterclass is so freaking good because I am giving you ways that you can build your confidence. But not only that, we're talking about where our lack of confidence comes from. So we're building our self-awareness so that we can fully heal whatever it is that's holding us back from becoming our most confident self. I am sharing my own confidence story, why my confidence depleted as much as it did, and how I rebuilt along the way. So tune in. Here we go. Get your notepads ready um, because I'm about to drop so many golden nuggets that, um, you know, you're probably going to need to listen to this twice. So without further ado, here you go. All right. Welcome to the Fiercely Confident Masterclass. I am so excited to be here with you today. I have so much good information to pass on to you. So I hope you're ready. Make sure you have a notepad and a writing utensil so that you can take a lot of notes um, and get the most out of this class. So since we have so much to get through, let's go ahead and jump right in. So welcome to the first phase of your confidence journey. Um, I shared a quote here. It's one of my favorite confidence quotes and a great freaking reminder. Confidence isn't walking into a room and thinking that you're better than everyone else. Confidence is walking into a room and not having to compare yourself to anyone which is so incredibly true. And we're going to get more into exactly what confidence is shortly, but I wanted to start you off with that quote. All right, so who am I? Um, My name's Heather. I am a certified life coach and I have dedicated my life to helping women just like you who are on a journey to level up and live their most full life. So I want to give you guys just a few fun facts about me. Um, I'm a single mom. I have one daughter. She is going into high school this year. She's almost 15. Um, I am a former paralegal and I put former in there uh, because I only have 12 days left and then I will be full-time life coach, um, full-time influencer, podcaster, speaker. I'm so excited. So, um, and I also, I did recently get a part-time serving job for the first time ever working in a restaurant that has been a lot of fun already. Um, Just, you know, to help out during the transition. I live in Dover, Delaware. 
I am obsessed with tattoos and mermaids. I have like 15 tattoos and like 1500 mermaids in my house. Um, and I'm divorced, which we'll get to more on that in a minute. So before we get started, I want to get the ball rolling. I want to get those juices flowing. So just take a minute and ask yourself, what does confidence mean to you? All right, just take a few minutes and free write what comes up. Um, you know, how would you define the word confidence? How do you feel when you think about confidence? How does it show up in your life? How is it affecting you right now? All right, so just jot down some words or some phrases that come up for you when you think of this word confidence. All right, so while you finish that up, I'm gonna start telling you guys a little bit about my confidence journey because you need to know why I'm even talking to you about this in the first place. Um, so you know how there's BC, right? Before Christ. Um, I have BS. My ex-husband's name starts with an S. So BS, I'm not gonna you know, call him out and put his name out there, but BS before my ex. So this, we met when I was about, when I was just turned 20. So I was still a baby. I had a baby. I had my daughter five months before I met him. And at that point in my life, while yes, we're, you know, when you're a teenager, you might not have the biggest uh, confidence in the world, but I considered myself to be a pretty confident person. I had twirled baton all of my life. I had been in pageants. So I had been up on stage in a bathing suit. I had twirled in front of thousands of people before. Um, you know, I've been in all kinds of parades. I've done all kinds of performances um, throughout my childhood and teenage years. So I really considered myself to be a confident person. It takes a lot of confidence to get out there in basically a bathing suit on a football field and throw a baton, throw a fire and, you know, put yourself out there. Um, so BS before my ex, I was really confident. I liked who I was, um, you know, I thought I was pretty damn cool. And yeah, I, I just, I knew I was attractive as well. And I just, I felt confidence in who I was. Then after I got married, things started to change a little bit. Um, turns out he was a narcissist. And if you have never been in a narcissistic relationship, you are blessed. If you have, I understand your struggle. Okay. Being with a narcissist is the one thing, the one type of person that really just totally tears your confidence away. Um, they make you question everything about yourself, who you are, what you do, why you do it. Um, and they, you know, they just continuously plant these seeds of doubt in your mind, which makes it really, really hard to trust yourself. Um, you know, you feel like you kind of start to lose touch with who you are. Um, you know, they, they generally, genuine, gen, generally, ugh, um, will separate you from your family and friends um, and kind of keep you all to themselves. That way they can mold you and they can fuck with your head. Um, they'll compare you to others. 
constantly, which kind of creates this need of validation from them. And over time, it creates what's called a trauma bond, where you are bonded to this person in a way that you are not even realizing. And you you don't see the, the faults and the toxicity that they're bringing into your life because you're so blinded by love. But through all that, you've lost your confidence, you've lost who you are, your identity. Um, oftentimes you become codependent, so you've lost your independence. Um, and it's just a really shitty situation to be in. So that created a really poor view of myself. I started to think that there was something wrong with me that I could, you know, I could never do anything right. He would just pick at everything I did. So I just felt like I was wrong all the time. Um, and then I started needing his validation for things. I would have to ask him questions. Like I could never make a decision because I didn't trust myself. Um, I went through periods of depression and periods where I just absolutely hated the person that I was. I hated myself. Um, he had made me believe that I was such a terrible person that I shouldn't even like who I was. So I didn't. And eventually through a lot of bullshit um, and eventually watching one specific movie, which is called Eat, Pray, Love. Um, and if you're not familiar, it's a, it's a movie and it's a book. I've read the book like three freaking times, but I originally saw the movie with Julia Roberts and it's about a writer, Elizabeth Gilbert. And um, she travels throughout Europe for three months. She goes to three different places and it's after a really messy divorce. It's after now she wasn't with a narcissist, but she was still going through a period of time in her life where she didn't really know who she was. And she didn't know what she wanted to do with the rest of her life. She got divorced and then she went on this trip and she rediscovered herself. Um, and it was a truly inspiring story. And it made me realize that there was more out there and that I could choose a different path if I wanted to. So after watching that movie, after starting down a, you know, a, a self-improvement path, kind of you know, dabbling on Pinterest and looking up stuff and Google and um, listen, starting listening to podcasts and kind of expanding the people that I was following on social media, I started to realize just how bad of a situation I was in. And it finally opened my eyes to the abuse and I got myself out. And as soon as I got out of that relationship, I felt like a totally new person. And I slowly started to rebuild my confidence. And I stand before you today telling you that nobody can tear me down. Nobody can mess with my confidence ever. Um, I, of course, everybody has those little thoughts of, oh crap, what are they going to think? But I'm at a point now where I can be like, girl, why are you even having that thought? And we're going to get there as to how I got to that point. Um, but yeah, I will stop myself in my tracks and be like, no, that's, that's not where we're going today. Um, <clears throat> but I'm telling you all of this because I want you to know that you can be at an incredibly low, low and still rise up from it. You can still become the woman that you desire to be. You can still show up with that passion and fire that you want to show up with. So 
I want to talk about debunking some confidence myths. And this goes nicely with what I just said, right? Confidence can be built. A lot of people feel like, well, I don't have it. So I'm never going to have it. Or I wasn't born with it. So, you know, I just don't have it. That's not the case. All right. Yes. Yeah, some people are born more confident than others. They're, um, you know, especially if you fit the standards of what beauty is and all that, um, it's easier to kind of fit in because society places these thoughts in our head that, you know, this is okay and this isn't. Um, so those kinds of things will make people naturally more confident and naturally less confident. But those people that have the less, the lower confidence, I want you to understand that you can build up to that point. You can rebuild or even just build new if you've never had confidence before. This is not a one or other situation, okay? You either, you're not gonna either have it or you don't. Confidence can be built over time, which is the whole point of this class so that you can learn how to build your confidence. So if you're feeling stuck and you are feeling like, I am not going to be able to be confident. Listen, we're going to change that around. Okay. So the second myth that I want to talk about, which isn't really a myth, but I thought we should, you know, pop it in here is that confidence and self-esteem are the same thing. They're not, they're different. So confidence, as you can see here, is the level of trust in your abilities. So do you believe in your ability to try new things, to stand up for yourself, to complete tasks, to rise to the occasion and to be there when you need to? Um, do you believe in your ability to succeed and to be able to talk to that cute guy at the coffee shop, okay? Now, the difference is that self-esteem self is how you view yourself. So how much do you value yourself? How do you view yourself worth? Do you like yourself, right? You can have high confidence and low self-esteem and vice versa. So maybe you're super confident in the fact that you know your job, like you are a boss at your job, um, you know, you know your shit, you get your work done every single day and you kill it every day. But then when it comes to relationships, your self-esteem is a little bit lower because you don't quite see your worth. Um, and maybe you don't know or believe that you have value in a relationship. Okay, see there? And it, it can be vice versa, but that is less common. But you can have really high self-esteem, view yourself in this high regard, love the hell out of yourself, value yourself, know your worth, but still kind of lack in confidence in certain areas. You know, maybe you're trying something new, so your confidence is a little bit lower, which is completely normal. Um, but the thing I want you to realize here is that confidence and self-esteem are two different things. All right. So while obviously both of them are extremely important, we are going to be focusing on our confidence. Okay. Our belief in ourself. So let's get down to the nitty gritty of confidence. Whoa. Look at that. I... Sorry, I accidentally clicked on something. Okay. Nitty gritty of confidence. All right. So why do we struggle with confidence? I've broken it down into five different categories. Number one, society. 
society has these certain rules and these certain timelines that we're we think we have to follow right no fuck that shit they tell us that we have to go to high school go to college get a job then meet somebody then get married then have a baby well guess what i went totally I totally went off the rails. All right. I went to high school. Then I went to college Then I had a baby. Then I got married. Then I went back to college. Then I got a job. Now I'm quitting a job for a different career. Like everybody's on their own damn timeline. All right. And the sucky thing about this is that when we don't follow these timelines or we don't follow these rules of society, we often think that we're the ones that are wrong that we're failing in some way, or we're not doing something right, or, you know, we're a black sheep or whatever. That's not the freaking case. These rules suck. (laughs) These timelines suck. Everybody is different. Everybody has a different life experience. There's no way that everybody can follow the same fucking timeline. It's just impossible. It just is what it is. It just is not going to happen. So we got to let that go. We have to not worry about these rules, not worry about these timelines. And the other thing with society that I didn't put here is these beauty standards that I mentioned before with society, right? They tell us, and obviously there's this huge body confidence movement that's going. And I love all of the plus size models and all of the women embracing their curves and all of that. But society likes to make people think that that is not beautiful when it is. They make us think that we have to be, you know, five foot 10, blonde hair, big boobs, blue eyes, you know, perfect body. Like that's unrealistic. Most women don't have that. Most women have some rolls. You have some cellulite, you have some fat because we eat and maybe you had children and you like living your life. You, you know, like there's nothing wrong with that. That's real. Being real is good. Being real is what life is all about. So forget the standards, forget the rules, forget the timeline. Okay. Men, men are another reason that we struggle with our confidence. Men love to compare us to each other. They love to like pit us against each other. Um, Narcissist exes like mine who make you question your confidence and doubt yourself. They make us feel like we're not enough. Then there are men who sexualize women and believe that women are only there as like a sex toy. Um, So that puts pressure on us to be super fit and make sure we're great in the bedroom and that, you know, we're doing all these things for men. Like, no, screw that too. What about social media? Social media has been a huge, huge factor in bringing people's confidence down because we look online and we see these people who are only posting their highlight reels of their life saying, oh my God, look at all these amazing things I'm doing. Look at this business I'm I'm doing. I'm making millions of dollars and I'm traveling the world and I have the best relationship in the world. You're not seeing the fights in that relationship. You're not seeing those stretch marks. You're not seeing where they are struggling to believe in themselves. You're not seeing where they are having money issues. You're not seeing all of these other things. And that's what we forget. And then we compare ourselves to that. We compare our real lives to the only highlight reels that we're seeing of these other people. And it brings us down. It makes us feel like we're not doing something right. It makes us feel like we can't do that thing because they don't have all these other problems, supposedly. No, 
And then what about filters? These filters are out of freaking control. These filters change the whole shape of your face. It's insane. I look like a different fucking person with a lot of these filters, which is why I try not to use them a lot unless it's like, you know, like just changing like the coloring or something. But those beauty filters that have put the eyelashes and the lipstick and all that, like I don't even use those because I don't want people thinking that that is what I look like. That's not what I fucking look like. Okay, stop comparing yourself to these women that are using flawless filters. And don't forget about Photoshop, okay? They are bringing their waists in. They're making their butts bigger, their boobs bigger. Like, it's not real. Now, don't get me wrong. There are, of course, plenty of women out there who are doing the damn thing and are being themselves and are being real and are rocking their amazing, beautiful, real bodies. But there's still a good chunk of people that aren't. And you can't compare yourself to those people. That's where the problem comes in. And that's where we start to find it affecting our confidence. <clears throat> women competing. Between these other three things, there are women out there that feel as though they need to compete with other women. They feel like somebody else's beauty takes away from theirs, right? Like if you're at a restaurant and you, have you ever seen those girls, like when like a really pretty girl walks in and she's like, oh, look at her. Girl, jealousy is not cute, okay? Just because she's beautiful does not mean that you are not. It doesn't take away from your beauty at all. There's enough beauty in the world for everybody, all right? And we forget that. Women forget that, and it drives me crazy. We should be supporting one another, not competing with one another, all right? And lastly, your past. There are going to be times in our past that are going to contribute to our confidence. Maybe something from your childhood or your, something your parents instilled in you. Maybe a past job that you didn't do so well at. So you kind of struggle with feeling confident in any job. Maybe past friendships or relationships have played a factor in your confidence and made you feel just based on comments that were made that you aren't good enough or that you can't do certain things, right? As you can see, there are a lot of factors that play a role in our confidence, but these aren't the only ones. There's still one big factor that we haven't talked about, okay? The last and biggest factor into your confidence is how you are actually allowing those things that we just talked about to affect you, all right? How are you allowing, how do you allow those things to affect how you, I don't I guess that's worded, right? I don't know. I guess I read it weird, but how are you allowing these things to, to affect you in your day-to-day? -day? Are you allowing yourself to see that girl who's using a filter and you're like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. I'm never going to be that pretty. I, you know, I might as well not even try. Or do you have that person in your family who's like, you shouldn't be doing this right now. You should be focusing on your career. You shouldn't be worrying about a boy. They're bringing down your confidence. Okay, are you letting that get in your head? Are you letting that play with you? Right, do you pass up opportunities? Do you not speak your opinion? Do you water yourself down? Okay, how are these things affecting you? Take a minute and think about it. Like, think about how you show up each day. What is playing a role in your confidence? That is the biggest factor, how you allow it to affect you and how you show up every day, because that's the reality. That's the reality of things. If you are allowing it, 
to stop you from showing up as your most confident self, then obviously that's why you have low confidence, all right? But if you are able to not worry about those things and show up as you are, that's where we start to build our confidence. And that's where we're gonna get into shortly. So how is low confidence affecting you? Look, it's affecting your romantic relationships. It's affecting you in the workplace. It's stopping you from pursuing your goals. It's stopping you from pursuing your fitness goals. Could be fucking up your friendships. It's messing up how you talk to yourself. It could even be messing up how you parent your children. And most of all, it's affecting how you show up every single day in your life. So what's really going to change when you do gain your confidence? Let's talk about it. What are you going to be after you implement these steps that we're going to talk about? You are going to know what you want. You're going to be able to embrace change. You are going to chase your goals with no fear. And you're going to face any fear that comes your way. You're not going to be afraid to network. You're going to expand your circle. You're going to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to be willing to speak your mind, your opinion, stand up for yourself. And you are going to love yourself deeper than you've ever realized is possible. Sounds fucking awesome, right? I think so. So what's it going to take? What's it going to take to get you there? Well, I'm going to tell you. But first, we have to talk about the secret sauce. This was so important that it couldn't just be a step. It, you, you need to understand how much vulnerability is going to help you in this process. And I know it sounds scary. I know the word vulnerable, like, oh, no, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to express myself. I don't want to open myself up. Look. When you are opening yourself up, you are opening yourself up for rejection and failure, which yes, it's so scary, but that's how you build your confidence is by facing that rejection, by facing your failures, by facing your fear. That's where the confidence is going to come from. And you're not going to be able to do that if you're not willing to be vulnerable, if you're not willing to open yourself up and try new things, if you're not willing to be honest with yourself through this process. Okay. A lack of confidence, it's going to stem from this what if mentality. So what if this happens? What if that happens? What if I suck? What if I say the wrong thing? What if they don't like me? Okay. Being vulnerable and making yourself open to those possibilities of what could go wrong. Again, that's, what's going to build your strength and your confidence. All right. So vulnerability, keep that word in the back of your mind as we go through the rest of the lesson. All right, so the four steps of fierce confidence. We are gonna get into the meat and potatoes here, all right? Step number one, embracing change. Let me get a sip of water. All right, now, someone who is not confident in themselves is not going to really like change. It's going to scare them because they're not, they're not sure what's going to happen, right? And if you're not confident in your abilities to deal with the unknown, then of course change is going to scare the shit out of you. Makes sense, right? So we have to start practicing embracing change. So change is going to challenge your confidence. It's going to make you say, wait a second, can I do this? 
or hmm, are all those negative thoughts going to come in? No, you can do it. You can do it. How you react to change matters. If you start freaking out and it stresses you out, that's going to affect every other area of your life. But if you are able to face change and embrace it and welcome it and be okay with it, you are going to, things are going to go so much more smoothly and you're, you're just going to be more confident throughout the process anyway, just in that. All right. So remember confidence is the belief that you have in your abilities. So embracing change, stepping outside of your comfort zone is a direct way to show you in real life examples that you have every reason to be confident. You've got to get out there and do things is the point. All right. You're never going to learn a skill if you don't get out there and try. Um, a perfect example of this is actually happened today with my daughter. She had, <clears throat> gosh, she had her first day of volleyball tryouts and she was scared going in. She was worried. Um, I think, you know, she wasn't sure if she was going to be able to do it or what she was walking into, but I picked her up, you know, well, before she went in, I told her, I'm like, look, you got this. Okay. Whatever happens, happens. It's your first time trying this. Don't be hard on yourself. It'll be fine. You're a badass. You got this. She came out, picked her up. She loved it. She loved it. She kicked ass. She said that they were doing running and she was the only freshman that was keeping up with the upperclassmen. She, um, she had a ton of fun. She made new friends and she came out feeling really confident in herself. All right. She embraced this change. She went for it and she came out feeling more confident. All right. That is how you get better. You have to embrace it. You got to go for it. You got to get out of that comfort zone and try new things. So I want you to ask yourself, where have you been resisting change in your life? When have you allowed change to create doubt in yourself? And what can you do to change this going forward? All right. How can you change how you view change? <laughs> All right. So think about that for a second. I'm going to pause, take a sip of water while you think about that. All right. Where have you been resisting change? Where is this coming up for you with what I'm talking about? All right, what thoughts are going on when I started saying all this? You're like, oh yeah, maybe I did this in this situation. All right, remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. Resisting change is going to keep you stagnant. If you want something new in your life, you're going to have to change something you're doing now. So. When I wanted to pursue this business, right? I couldn't have continued to just sit on my butt and watch TV all the time. I gotta do shit, right? I had to create the slideshow. I had to prepare for this. I have to do things differently if I want something different, okay? With my fitness journey, I, I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to get healthier. Well, I'm not going to do that by having the same habit of sitting around and not exercising. So I had to change it up. I had to do something different. I had to start working out and I embraced it. And aside from last week, because last week was fucking crazy busy, I was going five to six times a week and that was a big change, but I embraced it. I went on it full head, full force 
and it's turned out great. I've lost a lot of weight. I feel great. I feel more energized. Um, I'm getting stronger every day and it's awesome. All right. I embrace change. I gain my confidence in the things that I'm doing in the gym and you can only, it's, you know, it's a domino effect. It's a domino effect. All right. Step number two, releasing fear. Look, we all have fear that we're holding on to in some capacity. It's okay. But that fear is stopping you from being your most fierce self, right? It tells you that you shouldn't be confident. So maybe you have a fear of judgment, of comparison, of failure, of not being good enough, of screwing up, of not saying the right thing, whatever it is, all right? What kind of fears are coming up for you? Think about that. So what fears are you holding on to? What fears show up on a daily basis? What fears are stopping you from doing the things that you really want to do? All right. Are you scared of what people are going to think if you start a podcast? Are you scared of what people are going to think if you decide to start working out or if you date this person or if you change your job? Like, what are you scared of right now? Think about that. And how is it showing up? Okay. Letting go of this, you have to do three things. You have to accept it. You have to understand it. And you have to reprogram it. So step one, accepting the fear. This fear is a part of you because it's trying to protect you. Okay. So that fear in your mind where you're like, um, oh my gosh, I'm so scared of what they're going to think of you. That's just this, that part of your brain that's like, wait, you could be judged in this situation. This could end up badly. And a lot of times that voice is coming from past experiences in our life. But nine times out of 10, do those fears always come true? Like, you'll be worried. Oh my gosh, I don't know, like how I look today. I don't like my outfit. What if somebody says something? Do people ever say anything? No, right? Like, just accept that the fear is there. Just be like, hey, what's up? All right, if red fear is my homeboy, you get where I'm going with this, right? You've got to accept the fear. You got to be like, hey, what's up? And if you really want to go more into fear, I highly, highly suggest reading the book. Fear is my homeboy. It's by Judy Holler. She's fucking amazing. Um, she's like my spirit animal. I love her. Um, but her book really goes into the fact that you need to accept it, right? It's going to be there. We all are going to have fear. Like even as you level up, there's just new fears that are going to surface. But having this foundation and being able to have these skills where you can work through it, it's so fucking helpful once you get to that next level. But it all starts with accepting the fear, accepting that fear is there and that it's trying to protect you. Number two, you have to understand the fear. Why is this fear coming up? Why is it here? Why am I scared of this thing right now? Okay. Maybe it is because of a past situation. Maybe it is because of an experience where something didn't go right. Things didn't go well and it ended up bad. That's not necessarily going to happen again. Right. But that's a, explanation for why this fear is coming up for you. So take the time to sit back and be like, why is this, why am I even having this fear? What's going on here? And then you have to reprogram it. All right. Like I said, most of the time, these fears that are coming up are because of something that's happened in your past. So you've been programmed to believe that a certain 
certain um, series of events, right? Certain circumstances are going to happen because of this thing, right? That X plus Y equals Z all the time. And that's not really the case. You have to reprogram that. You have to program it to say that sometimes X plus W can equal Z, right? And it's hard. It's really, really hard to rewire your beliefs and reprogram your fear. But you do this through affirmations and through being brave, all right? You got to face your fears head on. The only way to get over a fear is by facing it head on, by just going and doing the thing. And if you're going and doing the thing while repeating some affirmations in your head, reminding you that you can do the thing instead of telling yourself, I can't fucking do this. But instead telling yourself, I'm a total badass. I got this. I'm going to kick ass. That's how you reprogram it. Over time, by doing that over and over again, you're going to end up in those situations and your brain's not going to think, shit, I can't do this. It's going to think, oh, hell yeah, I can. I got this. But it takes time. But you got to reprogram it. So when you have that fear come up, when you have those negative thoughts come in your mind, you got to immediately be like, no, we're going to turn this around. I'm not scared of this right now. I can do this thing. All right. So I hope that resonates with you guys. Step number three is letting go of the negativity. And we just kind of talked about this a little bit, but let's dive in a little deeper. So you have a negative mindset and negative self-talk are these two big things. So a negative mindset is going to lead you to breaking promises to yourself, which is a huge killer of confidence. Okay. You tell yourself you're going to go to the gym today and you don't, the next time you're going to be like, oh, no, we're not just never going to do that. Right. And you're not going to trust yourself. But if you're like, I'm going to the gym today and you do and you kick ass, that's going to build your confidence up a little bit. All right. And that's the point of this. It's building blocks. This is not something you're going to snap your fingers and wake up tomorrow and be confident. You've got to build the foundation and then put the next layer on and the next layer and the next layer and work your way up. <clears throat> So a negative mindset is going to lead to breaking promises to yourself. It's going to lead to not believing in yourself or having negative beliefs about yourself. It's going to lead to a negative outlook on your life in general. And it's going to lead to negative self-talk, right? If you believe all the time that everything is shitty and that nothing's going to go your way, of course, you're going to start talking to yourself like that, right? Of course, you're going to start viewing life as a shithole, <laughs> Right? Oh my gosh, my lips are so chapped. Hold. I get for talking. My Vaseline Bye. Can't watch me do this. My lips are so dry. Okay. Now, the negative self talk. That is going to lead to you not liking yourself. It's going to lead to believing the negative thoughts. It's going to lead to standing in your own way, right? It's good. You're going to stop yourself every time. It's going to lead to you feeling miserable and hating your life and hating everything. And it's going to lead to you talking yourself out of trying new things. So the deeper you are in this negative mindset and this negative self-talk, the harder it's going to be to get out. Trust me, I know, because I was far down there, okay? But it's, again, it's possible. If I can do it, you can do it. I have total faith in you. 
but you have to stop talking yourself out of trying new things. You got to be willing to get out there to do things, get out of your comfort zone. All right. You got to be brave. Now, a great step to letting go of negativity is awareness. You got to be aware that you're even talking to yourself this way. A lot of the times it becomes so normal. You've been doing it for so long that you don't even realize that you have as much of a negative mindset as you do. So I want you to start practicing what I call awareness check-ins. So every day in, at noon and at the end of the day, I check in with myself and I'm like, okay, how did I show up today? What kind of energy did I have today? What emotions came up for me and why? Okay, what triggered them? I ask myself all these kinds of questions and really get honest with myself about what's going on. Honesty is key here. But if you can get aware and be super fucking honest and be like, you know what? I talk to myself like shit all day. I was really hard on myself today. I told myself I couldn't do something and no wonder I feel like crap right now. No wonder I have no energy and I'm not motivated because I've been talking to myself like crap. There's your first step to awareness. Your first step to moving up that awareness ladder. The more aware you can get of how you're talking to yourself, of what's going on in your life, of how this is affecting you, the easier it's going to be to combat it, right? If you're not aware of what's going on, how can you change it, right? It's that kind of mentality. So you want to get super freaking aware and super freaking honest with yourself about what's going on. Now you have to reframe the negative thoughts into positive ones. Just like we were talking about before with the fears, you have to do the same thing with the negative thoughts. If you're telling yourself, I suck, I'm so ugly. No, tell yourself I'm amazing and I'm fucking beautiful. All right, flip it. Flip the script on yourself. Creating affirmations has been a huge lifesaver for me. I use affirmations all the time. I don't know if you can see, like over there next to the TV on the wall, that board has a bunch of affirmations on it. And I change it every so often, but I read through those every morning to myself to like pump myself up, make me feel good, all that. I have another board that you can't see that's behind the camera here that also has a bunch of affirmations on it, all right? Different ones than what's over there, right? I'm constantly surrounding myself with positive words and I'm, I'm constantly reminding myself of positive things because I don't allow negativity in my life. Of course it comes in. I'm human. It is what it is. But I'm very cautious and aware and intentional about making sure that when those negative spirals start, that I stop them in their tracks before it goes too far. That's where this practice came into play, right? Because without doing those affirmations, without rewiring my brain little by little, it'd be really hard to stop myself, right? And you can get there too, but start little, create these affirmations, okay? Question that negative thought, like, why, why am I saying this to myself? All right, this isn't even real. What's real is that I'm a fucking badass and then I can totally do this, that I am incredible, that I'm beautiful, that I'm smart. Have those things, write them down every day, say them to yourself every day. I even have, I'm like an affirmation freak. I have... All right. You see how many alarms I have on my phone that are on? Those are all affirmations that go off all throughout the day of different things 
And I, those I change too for what's going on with me. All right. And they can be anything. They can be anything. Whatever it is that you need to hear. Now, remember through this process of reframing these negative thoughts, be compassionate with yourself. All right. Like I said, I'm human. You're human. We have emotions. You can't get around the emotions. They're going to show up. Um, but if you can be compassionate with yourself and not be hard on yourself when the negative emotions do come up, be like, okay, I accept that I'm feeling this way right now, but I want to change this and reframe this negative thought into whatever the opposite is. All right. Be compassionate. You're you're doing the best you can. Now remember, words matter. Right, just kind of piggybacking off of this affirmations. If you say I can't do it, you need to change that to I can't do it yet, or I will try to do this. All right, if you're constantly telling yourself the negative thing, that's what you're going to believe. All right, if you say to yourself, This is too hard, change that to This is too hard right now, or maybe this may be hard now, but it will get better, or I will get better. All right. These kinds of word choices have likely been ingrained in you since you were a child. So it's going to be difficult to change. But again, it's not something that is impossible. You can do it because positivity is a choice. And if that's true, then that means negativity is a choice too. So why are you choosing negativity? All right, here's a little tough love for you. Why are you choosing it? Ask yourself right now, why are you choosing to be so damn negative? Why are you choosing to be so hard on yourself? Why not choose to be positive? Why not say, you know what? I am fucking awesome. And I'm done letting people tell me I'm not. I'm done thinking that I'm not. Make that choice. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your future. You fucking got this, okay? Step number four is showing the fuck up and owning it, all right? Look, if you're not willing to show up and try, nothing that I've said tonight is going to matter. All right. You have to be willing to put these things into practice. You have to be willing to be aware and you have to be willing to be freaking honest with yourself. All right. And you have to own the fuck out of who you are, right? Accept yourself. Look, we all have flaws. There's all, all of us have things that we don't like about ourselves. That doesn't mean you can't be confident in who you are and what you're capable of doing. Right? You would amaze yourself if you tried. You know your value. You know your worth and stop accepting less for yourself. Get out there and do the damn thing. All right? Nothing's going to change if you don't change. You have to own it. You have to say, you know what? I fucking got this. I'm not going to choose to sit in my misery. I'm not going to choose to sit in negativity anymore. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to level up and I'm going to go do the damn thing because I want to achieve X, Y, and Z, right? Own it. Own who you are because that's your most powerful tool is just being yourself because nobody can do that better than you can. And the sooner you believe it, the sooner and easier it's going to be for you to shift into this fierce confidence. So how are you going to show up with this fierce confidence every day? Here are just a few fun tips. Look, wear things that make you feel good. I don't care what you, what other people think. Wear 
sorry, wear what makes you feel good. Wear what you like, express yourself. Okay, what is your style? Get fun with it, all right? Another fun tip, dance your ass off before you go out. Pop on your favorite music and dance your ass off. Enjoy it, have fun, pump yourself up, make yourself feel good. Maybe you wanna give yourself a pep talk before walking out the door. Look, I have a pep talk saved in my phone, in my notes. And whenever I'm feeling down, I read it to myself, all right? I tell myself, stop feeling insecure. Stop doubting yourself. You got this. You are so much stronger than you think. You have been through so much. You can get through this too, right? Whatever it is that you need to hear, fucking tell yourself because you are a bad bitch and you deserve to hear those things every day. This last one, I know you've already read it, but I'm gonna read it. Spend time naked. Spend time appreciating your body. It is amazing what happens when you take time to embrace your femininity and embrace the beauty that is you, right? You only get one body and it's done amazing things, right? It carries you through every day. Maybe it's gone through childbirth. Um, you know, maybe it pushes you, maybe you run 10 miles a day. I don't know. Like your body does amazing things. Like just the fact that we're breathing, like it's just breathing on our own. And like that I can see all these beautiful colors and that I can just enjoy this life. Like it is a, it is a blessing. It is magical. So spending that time naked, spending that time appreciating your body and really valuing your beauty is a great and fun way to kind of do something different when it comes to raising your confidence. So if you want fierce confidence, you have to take it. All right, get out there, show up for yourself, fucking own it, and go out there and take that confidence because you deserve it. You deserve it and you are worthy of it. You are capable of doing it. Like you, you got this, you got this. I have no doubt whatsoever that you can do this. You can be whoever you want to be. You can be as confident as you want to be. You just have to go out there and take it. All right. So let's recap. Number one, we're going to embrace change. We're not going to let change scare us anymore. We're going to get out of our comfort zone. We're going to try new things. We're going to release all that fear, release all of it, fear of judgment, fear of comparison, fear of not being good enough, fear of screwing up, fear of failure. Let it all go. Let all of that go so that your confidence can shine through. And you have to let go of that negativity, sis. That negativity is holding you back. All right. Remember this the confidence is a belief in your abilities to do things. If you are telling yourself you can't do something with that negative mindset, you're not going to get there. You're not going to do it. You have to let go of that negativity. You have to stop viewing your life with this woe is me mentality. And you got to get out there and take what you want. All right. You got to choose positivity. And step number four, sis, show up. Please, for me, for you, show the fuck up and own it, own it, own the fuck out of your day, all right, so if you are ready to take this a step further, then let's work together, 
All right. I am currently open for one-on-one -on -one clients and I am looking for women who are ready to unlearn their limiting beliefs and step into their power and their confidence. My one-on-one -on -one coaching is designed to help you let go of fear, step into that next level and thrive in your life in a way that you didn't think was possible. So with my one-on-one -on -one coaching, you are going to get weekly meetings. So we're going to meet on Zoom, face-to-face. -face. If you're local, we can even go out and grab a drink if you want and chat and hang out. You're going to get weekly emails from me that are all personalized, all right? They're going to be journal prompts and affirmations that are specific to you and what you're going through and what we're working on. You get text access to me. So even though we meet once a week, maybe our meeting's not till Friday, but Tuesday, you're having a really bad day and you need to chat shoot me a text, all right? And we can work through it. You get personalized goal plans. In the beginning of our session, or excuse me, in the beginning of our time together, we're gonna talk about where you wanna be at the end. And we're gonna set up a plan to get you to your goal. You get full-time support. You got somebody who has been through the ringer, who has been down, who has lost her confidence, who didn't know who the fuck she was, who rebuilt herself, who built a business, who is doing a complete career change, who found her independence and is no longer codependent and no longer insecure in who she is, okay? You get that full-time support from somebody who has been there. And you get an arsenal of tools, all the things, all the tools, the tips, everything that I've learned over my past, the five years that I've been on this journey. Actually, it's been almost six years. I can't believe it. It's been almost six years that I've been on this journey now of healing and growing and getting better. And I have learned so fucking much. And I want to give that to you. So you get all of those things in my coaching. And because you joined for this webinar, you can use code fierce confidence and get $100 off any package. So shoot me an email at heathernicolecoaching.com. Find me on Instagram or TikTok at the Heather underscore Nicole or on Facebook as Heather Baker and message me Fierce Confidence and we will chat about how we can get started and your hundred dollars off. Thank you for joining me. You are free into the wild. It is time for you to step into your fierce confidence. I totally believe in you. You fucking got this. Go do the damn thing. I'll see you guys later. Ah, so, so fucking good, right? I am so happy that you guys have tuned in, that you got all that information. I hope it resonated with you. I hope you were able to pull some things out of there that are going to help you in stepping into your most confident self. So until next time, I love you and love yourself a little bit harder today. Bye.